0: Welcome to the gymnast nutritionist podcast, a free resource for gymnast, parents, and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams, both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about Hashtag Real Talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back. We are in the thick of postseason right now. Um, at the time of recording, we have college regionals this weekend. Um, most developmental program gymnasts just competed at their state competitions. Um, We have regionals in a couple weeks. Nationals is in less than two months. And as always, we are in um, the thick of elite season. And with that, it also means that it is team talk season. So I want to share with you today my thoughts about nutrition education for gymnastics clubs and, you know, specifically if coaches are responsible for providing nutrition education, i.e., should they be teaching? Should they pay for an expert to come in? Who should pay for that? Um, is nutrition something that you know coaches shouldn't be talking about at all? And parents are just kind of left on their own to seek out their own support, and um, I just want to chat a little bit of philosophy with you today, if that's okay. So I I want to start with, you know, scope of practice. So in terms of coaches and their scope of practice regarding nutrition, I think it's very appropriate for them to make statements around positive fueling practices, right? Um, Part of a coach's job is to keep their athletes safe, and part of that is making sure that the parents are helping their athletes to show up to practice fully fueled and ready to go. Um, I know tons of coaches that have gymnasts who complain of nausea or headaches or dizziness or getting dizzy or seeing stars in the middle of the event, or you know, all of a sudden halfway through practice, they're kind of slumped over and they're too tired. They can't finish their assignments. They say they don't feel good. They want to go home early. And oftentimes all of those are just signs pointing towards Underfueling fueling and under hydration or dehydration. So I think it is important for coaches to feel comfortable and confident saying things to their competitive athletes like, hey, please fuel your body. Please eat regular meals. Please make sure that you're eating breakfast and lunch and snacks before you show up to practice because it's your job to show up fueled and ready to go, you know. Please don't skip meals. Coffee is not a meal. Energy drinks are not a meal. I think all of that is is really appropriate, right? That's general kind of nutrition knowledge. It's very positive. Um, it's not prescriptive. Um, it's just positive statements that are encouraging adequacy, and that's really what we want to focus on. I think what gets dicey is when coaches are trying to give specific nutrition advice. Um, you know, a gymnast may come to them and say that they're struggling with food or their weight or something And a coach may just think they're being helpful, but offering to write them a meal plan or come up with a list of foods or, you know, ask them in detail what they've had to eat that day and give feedback or critique. Like that is medical nutrition therapy. Like that's not appropriate for a coach. Um, I think coaches, you know, listing off foods of, you know, good versus bad, what they're allowed to have, what they're not allowed to have. Like, I don't think that's appropriate either. I was working with, um, a gymnast a while back and they were telling me how their coach, you know, doesn't allow certain foods at lunch, you know, between the two a day workouts. And I don't think that language is very helpful. Um, I never tell gymnasts what they can or can't have because, honestly, that's the fastest way for them to then eat what I'm not wanting them to eat or not wanting them to go overboard with. I think anytime we talk about sports nutrition, there is this piece about timing and digestion. For example, if your gymnast is training two-a-day workouts, it is not advisable to have a bunch of fried chicken and French fries and a milkshake uh, between the two workouts, especially most of the gymnasts I work out that have two-a-day practices they only have maybe an hour or two between those workouts. It's not that it's wrong to have those foods or that they're bad or unhealthy or are going to make them perform poorly. Those foods are just not the right blend of carbohydrate, protein, and fat to make sure that they can digest on time and the fuel can get into the body and where it needs to go. Um, same thing when I'm working with clubs and we're talking about pre-competition nutrition. It's not that foods are good or bad. It's not that you know, certain foods are going to make your, you know, going to tank your performance or make you fall all over the place. It's, it's really about digestion and timing. We want to make sure that the foods we're eating can digest and get where they need to go in the body. Um, and that's very specific around training. You know, if you want to enjoy French fries and a milkshake and fried chicken after training or on the weekends or whatever, like totally fine. Like that is your choice. You have autonomy over your body. You get to do that. Um, but from a sports nutrition perspective, again, we're just making sure that the athletes feel good, feel energized, and their bodies are getting what they need. Um, I know a lot of coaches uh, want to support their athletes with nutrition, but with safe sport and everything that's gone on the past couple of years, they get you know nervous about saying something. But I think even basic sound bites of nutrition can also be appropriate. Again, like general um, nutrition information, we have so many clubs that follow us on Instagram. They reshare our posts and our stories, our blogs, our podcasts, which is amazing. Um, and I think that's a great way that they can support their gymnasts, just passing along, um, information and education from qualified experts and even statements like, Hey, make sure you're getting enough carbs. Like that's what fuels your muscles and brains. Hey, make sure you're getting protein at your meals and your snacks. That's what helps your muscles and tendons to recover. And make sure that you're including fat you know, with your meals because different fats help us to absorb vitamins and minerals. They're important for our brain, our nerves, our hormones. Um, I probably wouldn't get too much more into it again, because that could be prescriptive or it could just be confusing to them. Um, and I wouldn't make body comments. I mean, that's probably the last thing that is definitely dicey and dangerous and certainly can quickly turn into a, sore, a safe sport issue. Um, but I wouldn't make comments of, you know wow you're looking really slim today or hey you know if you maybe lay off the you know starbucks a little bit you might slim down and score better like none of that is appropriate um we have other episodes and in a future episode we're going to take a deep dive into this topic um but all this to say you know coaches are so influential right like they are one of the most important um people and have this position of authority in a gymnast's life that it's really important for gymnasts to hear their coaches talk about the importance of adequate fueling. So to answer the question of, you know, whose job is it to provide nutrition education? Coaches and club owners don't owe you anything um, on this topic, right? Um, You pay tuition for a service, right? And that service is coaching, it's use of the facility, um, it provides, you know, funds for coaches, you know, continuing education, their training, you pay um, meat fees and coaches fees for them to travel and work on the weekends to coach your athletes. So technically when we're looking at, you know, who's responsible from a financial standpoint um, for paying for nutrition education, it's not, it's not the gym and it's not the clubs. At the same time, we have worked with dozens of clubs who see, the importance of nutrition and the value of bringing in a qualified expert, because it only enhances what they're doing in the gym. It makes their athletes more coachable. It makes them more resilient. um, it helps them to repair and recover. And so from that perspective, you know, when a coach is looking at their team and when they're looking at their programming and how things are working, um, I feel like it's important for them to also take stock of, you know, how are we doing mentally? How are we doing physically? How are we doing injury and nutrition wise? Um, You know, money aside, I think it's really important for coaches to lead the way and to bring in qualified experts, whether it's them or in combination with the booster club, because that has such a huge impact on the receptiveness and the acceptance of the education and I'll tell you a good, a good story here. So we have a four-part team talk series that started over COVID as a way to provide a much more comprehensive um, you know, education around nutrition and fueling compared to just random one-off talks about nutrition that I feel like just go in one ear and out the other. And I've had the discussion with coaches you know, every time they contact me and we talk about the team talk series. And sometimes they'll ask me, you know, what, what do we do about attendance? Like, is this something that we can make mandatory? You know, obviously we want people to attend, but maybe we can't force them to. And I used to say, yeah, I mean, you know, you're bringing in a nutrition expert. Obviously you can't force people to do something that they don't want to do. And obviously people have differing ideas about nutrition. And, and some parents might even hear that they're bringing in an expert and think, oh, well, you know, we already know everything or they're going to be stupid. Like we don't need that. And so I used to take a really kind of soft and passive approach there of, you know, I think it's up to you. I think obviously encourage them and I can provide you marketing materials and sound bites and things to encourage them to attend. But at the end of the day, it's kind of up to them. I've kind of changed my tune on on that though, because I've had clubs who have made our nutrition team talks mandatory in the sense that, you know, they're, they're taking attendance and they're expecting their gymnasts and parents to show up. And that right there just Does magic, right? It it creates this pro fueling culture. Um, It highlights the importance of everyone learning about nutrition, learning about fueling, making sure that everyone is on the same page. And you know what they say, right? A rising tide lifts all boats. So at this point, you know, when I engage with the club and we're talking about the series, I, I do encourage them. I say, look, I think that this is just as important as you know your team meetings that you have at the beginning of the season to talk about fees and expectations and competitions and stuff like that. I mean, nutrition is such a pivotal part of everything your gymnasts are doing in the gym each day. It's so important to their recovery and their repair and injury prevention. Um, and, and if anything, it's a really important safety aspect, as well as it makes the athletes more coachable and frankly could cut down on some of the stress and struggle, especially between parents and coaches when an athlete's not performing well, um, or just something's going on from that perspective. So, you know, this isn't something that needs to be, um, kind of beat over people's head, so to speak, but I think more so coming from a place of creating a pro fueling culture, because I can tell you that fueling is contagious. Um, it's really cool when we work with, you know, individual gymnasts that are, you know, level nines, level tens, they're elites, they are um, some of the older ones in the gym, they're influential. And when they start bringing appropriate intra-workout nutrition and hydration, especially when they start to feel better and perform better, all of their teammates are like, what are you doing? What are you eating? What are you drinking? Why are you so much better than us? Why do you have so much more energy? And that right there is, is really cool, you know, it's, it's a really um, exciting kind of positive contagion, so to speak, and I think the older gymnasts play a really really important role here. And I think they can be really helpful, and I think they can also be really harmful because I think there are various clubs across the country where the older gymnasts maybe have never really utilized nutrition or performance nutrition, maybe they've, you know, been told harmful things, maybe they're struggling with food or their bodies or for whatever reason, they don't know how to fuel themselves appropriately and who is watching them. It's the younger gymnast. And so that's why I think trying to lift and elevate the culture and taking an approach kind of from all sides of it, you know, targeting both the parents, coaches, you know, and gymnasts, I think can be really, really helpful. The other reason why I think that, you know, really encouraging attendance to these nutrition sessions is because sometimes there are a lot of conflicting opinions um, amongst families, amongst coaches. And again, I think it's helpful to get everyone in the room and be able to have some real talk and ask questions. Um, we do team talks in person when it uh, when it works and makes sense. Um, right now I live in Cheyenne, Wyoming because my husband's in the Air Force. Um, and so traveling is just um, not as easy <laughs> as when I lived closer to an airport and lived kind of more central. But I honestly really like to do these team talks virtually for the specific reason that you know, gymnasts and parents can log on to Zoom from the comfort of their home And on zoom, they can send a private message to me through the chat during the team talk series. So when I'm asking questions, getting them to engage, um, or just even saying, Hey, like, tell me if this is landing, right. Tell me, um, you know, what you've heard before about X, Y, Z people aren't going to say that in a group setting. Like no one's going to raise their hand and say, you know, I'm not sure about this, or I was told this, or especially if they've heard something else from coaches or staff versus what I'm teaching, um, I think that Zoom can be a great way to uh, foster a little bit more privacy, um, and I think some some vulnerability and authenticity. Um, but the other reason that I really love our Team Talk series is I will sit down with the coach, you know, before we get started, and I'll say, "Hey, tell me what your training schedules are. Tell me, you know, do you give a snack break? Do you not? Kind of, what are your current policies around nutrition and hydration? Um, tell me how things are going. How are the injuries? How are?" the gymnast doing? How are they doing mentally, physically? You know, are there any things that maybe you're sitting back as a coach and kind of scratching your head and wondering, "Hmm, like, does this have something to do with nutrition or could we just use nutrition to help um, kind of alleviate some of these patterns that we're seeing in the gym? And that really makes our team talks really customized, very individualized because I want them to be um, very applicable. You know, I, I, really try to make our team talks very actionable After each of them, I give homework to the gymnast and parents, you know, even just something as simple as, Hey, okay, I've taught you to build meals and snacks. So between now and our next talk, I want you to sit down with your gymnast and come up with three breakfasts and three lunches and three snacks that you guys can have the ingredients on hand for, you know, some of them are quicker than others. Some of them might be make ahead. Some of them might be repurposing leftovers, but let's get these conversations going inside the home. Um, instead of just sitting and listening to something. And again, it just kind of going in one ear and, and out the other. So hopefully this is is helpful. Um, I want to get practical here and tell you what it looks like to work with us in our team talk series. So like I said, this started um, over COVID. Prior to that, when I would do team talks with clubs, it would just be a one-off, a one-off session. And coaches would contact me and say, hey, will you come talk to our gymnasts about healthy eating or sports nutrition, or Hey, come talk to them about nutrition. And then I got to kind of choose what to talk about. And I always walked away from those sessions, just feeling so unfulfilled because I knew that I was trying to cram so much information in, cause it was kind of this FOMO, right? Like I only had one shot. So I wanted to make sure that they got everything they needed to be successful, but it was overkill. It was too much. It was overwhelming. You know, they say that our attention span is probably only about 20 minutes or so, Um, so over COVID, I had an amazing, um, club owner contact me and was just telling me about, you know, what different topics that he wanted us to talk about. And at the end of the conversation, I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't cover all of this in an hour. I mean, I can't even cover all this in two hours. So that's where this four part team talk series, um, started. And so, um, in summary, this four part series is really comprehensive and it walks gymnasts and parents and coaches through you know, the, the gymnast foundation of how to build meals and snacks. The second session, we talk about performance nutrition, which is really the exciting kind of sports nutrition of everything of pre and pre-workout, inter-workout, post-workout, um, nutrition, hydration, electrolytes, you know, how do we use nutrition to strategically level up performance and focus and enhance recovery, which that right there is the game changer that can separate your gymnast from your competition. Um, Session three is all about injuries and inflammation and underfueling and, you know, accidental acute injuries versus overuse injuries. What is, you know, what's nutrition's role in all of that? We talk about supplements, what works, what doesn't, what labs, Um, a very kind of medical nutrition heavy lecture that most parents aren't going to get that information, you know, anywhere else. Like their doctors don't know it. Um, Physical therapists, like it really comes from sports dietitians that are trained in um, pediatric adolescent nutrition, as well as who really understands sports nutrition. And then our fourth talk is for parents and coaches only. And this is where we can have some hashtag real talk about growth and development and puberty and what to say and what what not to say, you know, what are the red flags when it comes to nutrition and ultimately, you know, how can we further support our gymnast and their relationship with food and their body image and fueling. I can tell you that this team talk series has been incredible. Um, if you go to the link in the show notes, you can hear what other clubs have said. Um, we have done this with clubs across the U.S. and internationally. Um, we typically do these team talks with, you know, level 6 through 10 gymnasts. Um, I encourage coaches to invite the level three, fours, and 5s, even though not all of it will be applicable. I tell parents, look, you know, a lot of this information you're going to use right now, some of it you're going to tuck away in your back pocket that, you know, heaven forbid your gymnast gets injured or struggled or struggles or something happens. Um, you have this information to refer back to. And the great thing about our series is we record them. And so we provide the replay so that they can go back and watch it. And then we also have some awesome PDF workbooks that we include with the first three of the talks, that provide all sorts of, you know, snack cheat sheets and how to build performance plates and just really tactical strategies that gymnasts and parents can use alike. We really stress the importance of parental involvement in these team talks. And sometimes coaches will ask us to come and talk with their gymnast just at camp or just the gymnast, you know, kind of talking to them about nutrition, like you would, um, you know, mental health or sports psychology And I usually try to politely push back and say, you know, that's awesome. I'd love to work with your gymnast, but it is so incredibly important that their parents are there because parents are the gatekeepers, right? They're the ones that are grocery shopping, they're cooking, they're providing. Um, And especially when it comes to fueling in and around training, a lot of gymnasts need support. So we really encourage parent and coach involvement because, you know, when we talk about creating this pro fueling culture, I can tell you that. Team talks that we've done where the coaches are in attendance, where the coaches have led the way, um, when they, you know, really encourage gymnasts and parents to show up, they get the best results. Um, I have a team talk series going on right now where the coach had contacted me and said that, you know, the girls were struggling. They were showing up to meet, you know, nauseous with headaches. They hadn't eaten. They've had a lot of injuries this year, and they're not sure what's going on because nothing's you know changed in terms of training, so they figured that it was time to bring in a nutrition expert and um they were amazing you know i convinced them to start the lectures before even state um which was it was a really tight squeeze but we made it happen and one of the parents told me that um at state this past weekend all the girls were talking about like what they had for breakfast and what they had before the competition which in just a short you know 2 or 3 weeks these girls have done a 180 from previously not eating breakfast, which is also contagious, right? I mean, I've worked with clubs where the gymnasts are like, we can't eat breakfast before morning training, we'll feel sick. We can't, you know, do this or we'll feel sick. Like that is contagious. And so is a positive fueling culture. And so to me, I think our team Talk series is an amazing way to provide high quality education, uh, but also to help create this pro-fueling culture. Um, And then to get really practical here, um, you know, how does it work? So, coaches or booster club parents reach out to us. We talk about the team talk series. We often hop on a Zoom call because I want to get to know your club. What levels do you have? What numbers do you have? You know, what's going on? How are things going? What's going? What's not going? Um, And then, you know, who pays for it, which is, you know, always the question that everyone wants to hear the answer to. Um, I think there's a lot of different ways to do it. I will say, largely gyms will often support the series, which is incredible, right? They don't have to do that, but so many clubs see the value of nutrition in enhancing their gymnast performance and recovery and safety. Um, We also have a lot of booster clubs that have paid for the series because you know they've raised funds throughout the years, whether they're hosting meets or doing fundraisers. So that's a really awesome way to reinvest that money and help their team. Um, Clubs have also gotten local sponsorships. So Um, you know, going to local businesses and saying, Hey, would you like to contribute X amount of money towards this, you know, nutrition education series that we're going to do to support the athletes. And then most practically, you know, I tell clubs, Hey, here's what the the series costs. Um, But for the average team, if you divided it per, per gymnast or per family, it would probably be 50 to $75 for the entire four part series for all the works, workbooks for the replays. Um, and that is a steal of a deal. I mean, that's less than a trip to Target. It's a it's a total no brainer, and honestly, it's it's honestly too cheap. <laughs> but I leave the pricing as it is because I want to honor clubs who want to involve the whole team and their parents and provide really high quality um, education. Um, a few more details about the team talk series. So it's it's four talks that we typically space out. At least two or three weeks apart. I want everyone to have time to breathe, time to troubleshoot, try time to implement. Um, we do these team talks over kind of 45 to 60 minutes via zoom. We always have time for question and answer at the end. Like I said, one of my favorite parts of doing them on zoom is just the ability for people to um, comment or send private messages to me. And when I answer them, I don't say, um, you know, Oh, so-and-so's mom just ratted her out and said X, Y, Z. Like I'm not going to embarrass people because nutrition is already a really sensitive topic that I want to foster um, an environment that is safe and people feel comfortable asking questions. Our series includes me sitting down with the coach, whether it's via Zoom or via email, um, and saying, hey, tell me what your exact schedule is, because I will build that into the talk so that people um, know exactly, you know, when they need to fuel before training, how they need to use fluid and electrolytes and nutrition during training. um, If the gym is having any sort of struggles with nutrition, or if they're, you know, trying to adjust their nutrition policies, or if there's just been conflicting opinions, um, I can come in as an expert and kind of help consult in that area. And I'll say overall, this series has been an incredible thing, an incredible thing for um, coaches and gyms to invest in to support their athletes' development, their safety their recovery, and ultimately helping them reach their big goals and dreams. So um, with that shameless plug, it is Team Talk series. Um, I know it's the end of March or probably the beginning of April when you're listening to this right now. And now is the time to reach out to me. Um, Let me know if you would like to talk about our Team Talk series. Um, We will email. We'll set up a Zoom call. Um, We're doing them right now. I mean, I know that a lot of clubs still have regionals, still have nationals but I promise that your parents and gymnasts can carve out one hour, either a weeknight or a weekend night. We'll do whatever works best for your club. And that can make a huge difference. Um, you don't want to wait till middle or end of summer, because honestly, this information is a game changer. If you want your gymnast to level up this off season, if you want them to stay healthier, if you want them to be healthy this time next year, they need this information ASAP because nutrition is not a quick fix. You know, it takes months to repair and recover, um, to adjust things, to get into habits. And so I really encourage that we talk, We start the team talks in April, in May, you know, before school gets out, before the summer schedule starts. That way they can have several weeks of new nutrition strategies and they can show up to the off season, fully fueled and ready to crush their big goals. So With that, um, you can find all the information about the Team Talk series in the show notes. Um, Please feel free to email me or shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear about your club, whether you're a coach or owner or booster club. Um, I can provide all the information that you need, answer any questions. Um, And honestly, I'm just here to help troubleshoot. I know that um, some clubs have brought in nutritionists previously and it wasn't a great experience. So now they're kind of hesitant to bring someone else in. Um, And I'm happy to just talk through that and kind of share with you how we work and how we're different um, and address any, you know, any concerns that you might have. So with that, I hope this is helpful. I wish your gymnast all the best the rest of this season. Um, I hope they are fueling their bodies. I hope they're sleeping. I hope they are closing the recovery gap, because we still have several weeks of trying to keep them in tip top shape and ready to perform their best at regionals and nationals. Um, And I would love to support you and your club in doing so. So with that, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the gymnast nutritionist podcast sponsored by the balanced gymnast method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button. So you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at ChristinaAndersonRDN.com. Share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, ChristinaAndersonRDN.com work with us. Bye for now.